Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the podcast that discusses getting unstuck in the areas of faith, family, fitness, finances, and future possibility in the hopes of inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm your host, Jerry Dugan, and in just a moment, I am going to be joined by Sterling Andre Hunter. And I want to share your story, his story with you, actually. Uh, your story is going to come out as you do what you need to do to follow your own path and make your own path. Uh, but Sterling's path right now, he found himself laid off during the COVID-19 pandemic, as many of us did around the world in 2020. But he did what he had to do to make ends meet and eventually found himself working deliveries and just one day out of boredom decided he was going to dress up as one of his favorite characters of all time to bring a smile to his daughter's face. And he found that as he dressed up as Mr. T, that icon from the 1980s who pitied the fool who did whatever you weren't supposed to do, he not only brought a smile to his daughter's face, but he started to bring a smile to all the faces of his customers in a time where we were just down and out and worried about the next day. So to this day, he's built himself popularity and clout in the DFW area, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and he is sought after through Favor, Uber, and so much more. And he's built this small business around that persona. So we're going to talk to Mr. Pity. Actually, we're going to talk to the man behind Mr. Pity, and that's Sterling Andre Hunter, as he shares his story of why and what drives him and the human side behind each person who's doing those deliveries, those frontline workers who are just making ends meet, but then finding possibility for a better future and all that. Here we go. All right. I am here with Sterling Andre Hunter. How are you doing? Doing good. I'm glad you plugged that middle name in there. Awesome. My parents are proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took some practice. I was like calling you Sterling like for the longest time. And I was like, wait, he's got like three names in here. I got to get the whole thing. He's and like, they're all first, middle, or last names. That's the weird thing about Sterling, it. I get Andre called Hunter. Hunter all the time. And I'm uh, just like, I answer to everything. Just call. Yeah. Don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> At least people are getting your name right. Like when I say my name, people think I said it wrong. And so they fix it for me, and they're like, oh, so, hey, Jeremy, how are you doing? I'm like, I, I didn't say Jeremy. I said Jerry. Uh, or they'll they'll call me Jeffrey. And it's like, no, I, I didn't say Jeffrey. I said Jerry. And they call you what they want to call yeah. you. I, I My um, job a long time ago, I actually got called Spencer. And so I would answer to that as well. You're it's like, hey, if the money's good, I'll if the, yeah. <laughs> the check doesn't you're paying me. <laughs> I will be Spencer. What was that, that line from uh, the Ghostbusters when, uh, oh man, what's it? Winston is interviewing for the opening that they have and uh, he's being asked, uh, do you believe in the paranormal? Do you believe in spooks, ghosts, uh, afterlife and all that stuff? And he said, if there's a steady paycheck with it, I'll believe in anything you want. Uh-huh. That, <laughs> that like, is correct answer. <laughs> you're getting the job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you're on board. You, you get it. This is what we're doing. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad you're able to join us uh, today and, and be a part of uh, the show. Appreciate and, you having me. Yeah. Yes. And shout out to Renee Beretta. Um, he's been listening to the show for years and just uh, out of nowhere, he just asked me like, hey, do you still do the show? And I'm like... Okay, now I know you hadn't listened for a little while. <laughs> you told uh, on yourself, he, Renee. Shame on you. He did, and I said yes. And then he told me about you, and, and he uh, 
you know, it's just one of those things like when he recommends somebody, I, I'm like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's good awesome. people. And uh, so, Renee, this episode's for you. Uh, thanks for uh, recommending Sterling. And here he is. So uh, now you can't see what is in front of me. But if you've ever watched the A-Team in the 1980s uh, and you were a fan of Mr. T, I am looking at a replica of Mr. T right now. <laughs> Gold chains, camouflage shorts, uh, camouflage T-shirt, the uh, the athletic socks pulled up yep. with the stripes. And I'm just like, I'm rings trying. Rings on the fingers. Rings on the fingers. Yeah. Uh, I'm just missing a little bit of the muscles, but I'm going to start doing push-ups, people, and eventually you won't be able to tell the difference. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to pity the fool who says that he looks, uh, you know, fluffy. No, yeah. no you're, you're in trouble now. <laughs> the T is uh, not fluffy. <laughs> not fluffy. <laughs> and uh, before we recorded, uh, it turned out I had some technical issues. My SD card was full, <laughs> and I brought no spares. I didn't bring my laptop. Like, all the things I should have brought, I didn't bring. And uh, we had the pleasure of going down the street to the CVS and getting an SD card. And the coolest thing was uh, the reaction folks have when they see you on the street. Yeah. Like, they're asking for a photo with you and you just happily oblige. Oh, you got to. You can't come out and be dressed up and then not be, especially, uh, I always tell people when you're dressed as Mr. T, you kind of have to carry yourself as Mr. T. So yeah. I don't think that he would, you know, be pushing people out of the way and saying, <laughs> no, yeah, he'd, he'd oblige and take pictures with anybody and everybody yeah. and sign autographs and all that fun stuff. So yeah, I guess the only time he would do that is uh, when he was in character for uh, Rock. Three? Yeah. Yeah. That is the time when he pushes the, I actually made a skit a while back and I, I, you know, did a little reenactment oh, of punching man. the cameras and all of that stuff. It I was gotta fun. I gotta go find that now. Yeah. It, it was fun. <laughs> nice. Um, so what were you doing before the COVID-19 pandemic hit? Before COVID-19, I was actually working here at this lovely establishment. We are currently, of course, like, he said you can't see us, but we're uh, located in the embassy suites in downtown Fort Worth. And I was yeah. a business developer here for about two years. Okay. Two years and a couple of months. And yeah. Enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. And then the the pandemic hit and the pandemic had- just snatched everything from everybody. I don't yeah. There's not a person I don't think on this planet that can't say they weren't affected. Cause even if, even if you weren't working, you were still probably coming out and getting your dinner or doing stuff with people. So, yeah. you know, now you basically had to be, you know, locked in place and just affected everybody. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's just not something anybody expected. Either. I mean, one day we're all just like, Hey, you know, days are going as usual. And, you know, Got to earn some money. Got to pay the bills, and all of a sudden, there's this lockdown that's in literally yeah. went from my. I, we just my grandma celebrated her 98th birthday. Uh, well, actually, technically, it's on the ninth, but we all got together for Easter, and so my cousins and I were laughing because one of my cousins lives up um, in North Fort Worth, and we had just, I mean, like three days before they locked down in place, we had like a little get together, and everybody is over at Brittany's house and hanging out and doing all this stuff. And when we got together this past week, and we laughed and said. A year ago, we were, you know, doing yeah. this and that. And then, you know, boom, you can't yeah. go anywhere or do exactly. anything. So. Uh, I remember just hearing that you had to have like a letter allowing you to move around. And I was like, oh, I had one of oh. those when I moved. I left here. I'm sure you're probably going to get into the I'm over here pitying the mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I, I went down to um, Kingsville where I'm originally from yeah. and I got a letter, you know, essential worker letter when I worked at Domino's, my old job from college. And so it was just yeah. like you had to have it in the dashboard and they had to give you a little, you know, talk about how you had to flash it if the cops pulled you over because you, you know, per- supposed to be out there. So yeah. 
It's definitely I mean, healthcare like, workers getting pulled over and ticketed, and it was like, I'm in my scrubs, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta have that letter fool. Yeah, it was like you could get those scrubs anywhere. <laughs> yeah, like, wow, just wearing scrubs, so, you can go out and get your tacos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, that would have been a good idea. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> No, it was not. That was That's not why they were arresting people. They were yeah. out without the letter. Oh man! And so um, you have family. I I think I picked up on that. Yes, sir. Yeah. So kids or yes, I have a, a little one named Oksana Hunter. She's okay. the the person that I do you know the majority of my skits and stuff with. So oh. she's she is is a a crazy little critter. A chip off the old block. Yeah. My mom always says that I act exactly like her, and then Oksana is exactly like me. So Daddy wow. loves you, Boo Boo. I'm sure Mommy is gonna play this for you, and y'all are gonna <laughs> listen and stuff. So Christy, make sure and play this for her. And Oksana, I said your name, so. When I'm older, nice. don't put me in the nursing home. Please keep me at home with you. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. The favorite parent is <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, wink, uh, wink. Man, it, it, I I love it that like my daughter is my mini me. It's so weird. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've got a son and a daughter, um, and we always thought that you know the son's going to be like a chip off the old block. Yeah, uh, he's the complete opposite of me, and he's more like my wife. But then when you you look at what Emma does, you know, she's hyper, she's quirky. Um, she's a lot wittier than I am. I think she gets that from her mom, but <laughs> almost. <laughs> Tit for tat, personality wise, my mm-hmm. daughter and I are like birds of a feather. And uh, her friends have told her that your dad and you are like the same exact person, just like a million years apart. I'm like, okay, you were cool. A million? Until, gosh. Yeah. I was I, like, you were cool until you said that right part. Right in the gut. <laughs> I know. It's like, you are not eating dinner in my house <laughs> ever yeah, again. Ever again. And I think she just hung out with my daughter again tonight. I'm like, nah, <laughs> that's not cool. Um, so yeah, you, you you found yourself laid off. There's a lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you do next? I mean, you, you talked about you went back to Kingsville. You were yeah, doing- I, I got laid off, and um, it, it was of course you know embassy did not want to lay anybody off, but in this industry, you know, you had to take all of the measures that you could. Yeah. So one by one, our sales team evaporated to just being the director and the assistant director, and that was it. You know, the other six people got let go, and so of course it was painful because we yeah. were like a family. But I um packed up my daughter and went you know of course the the bigger the city the the more issues you were having with covid and stuff so i was just like man my daughter probably are going to be safer you know being down there in kingsville because it's a way smaller town and they didn't have as many cases so we packed up and went and stayed with my parents down there and we were down there we left 
I want to say like March, the the middle of mid-March. And so we ended up down there. And then a couple of weeks later, I got my old job back. I worked in college at Domino's Pizza. Nice. And so I, I got back down there. And of course, I was just like, well, I got to still be able to make money and all of this other stuff. But of course, Uber was shut down and all of this other stuff. So I was just like, man, I can probably go back and work at Domino's. And sure enough, I ended up getting back over there. So I, um, I ended up making out of course you know i still wanted to make my videos and my all of that fun stuff and so i, I made like a little social media commercial with you know go kingsville it's your birthday to, the, to okay. the 50 cent song yeah and at the end of the 50 cent song mr t comes out and i pity the food it doesn't order oh, dominoes okay. and this that and the other and so i of course cut my hair like that because i've been doing this for about 10 years just for halloween and um oh, and, okay. and yeah I, w- I would do it every halloween and then when i started working at the unt health science center pretty much since my daughter was born but that, that was when we came out for halloween and started doing that so thank you oxana for making daddy want to be mr t all the time nice <laughs> nice <laughs> but we we um uh, mr t comes out at the end of the commercial and then i was like okay dude i'm just gonna keep my hair like this and keep wearing the chains and stuff because i can go and deliver pizza and have fun with it and then it just turned into this thing so Wow. Yeah. So you were delivering pizzas in Kingsville, Texas as Mr. T. Yes. And then how were people responding to that? When oh, they-, they were going. It was Where's Waldo type oh, stuff wow. where people would take pictures and, oh, I saw, you know, he was <laughs> over here at Walmart or he was over here doing this or, oh, I saw that. There were so many pictures. The, the weird thing is that you get just as many people come up and ask you to take a picture as you do people that just sneak one and then you you somebody will post something and then you'll see like all of these comments with other pictures. And I'm just like... I'm glad that that's a picture of me throwing my trash so people would know that I don't litter. But dang, when did they take that picture? Like, that's, just, that's wild. <laughs> and, you know, Kingsville's not a big town. It's like 38,000 people. Yeah, it's it's very small. And it's it's very close-knit. That's the, the thing that I like about Kingsville. And I think that's why I kind of matriculated up to Fort Worth. Because even though this is a massive city, it doesn't really have that feel. Because you have so many pockets of people that are, you know, they're all kind of family-oriented and close-knit and all of that stuff so even though it's a, a big city it still feels like small town yeah so. i mean when i parked in front of the hotel um i'm trying to figure out the uh, the pay meter thing like the machine and like the screen's not even on i'm just like I, it's like i forgot how to read english and i'm like <laughs> where are the instructions and somebody who is from the area walks by and says hey uh, the parking's free this time of night and i should have told like, you that see and yeah. Jerry is calling me out. He's indirectly calling me out because Sterling did not tell him that he could just park for free. I'm like, oh, go to the valet and do this and do that. And then after I'm like halfway here, that's when I'm thinking, oh, um, he could just park for free. And you you uh, told me, yeah, I, I, mean, I parked To be for free. fair, I already deviated from the plan. The plan was, you know, pull up to the valet, tell him you're here for a meeting with Sterling. Uh, you know, maybe have a couple bucks to tip them. We'll have the, the parking taken care of and all that. And I was like, that's awesome. And then here I'm like, hey, there's an empty spot across the street. Let me just park there. And, that, and that was supposed so, to be plan A. Like I said, Ster- <laughs> Sterling hasn't been in a hotel business in a year, so please forgive him. I worked out. It worked out. Um, so the point I was making, though, is like uh, everybody who's from around here seems to just get chummy. Yeah, and, they watch out yeah. for you and care for you and yeah. stuff for sure. And I live just down the road in Dallas, and 
You don't get that. <laughs> no. They, the weirdest thing is when I would Uber, people that were like from out of the state or even, you know, out, not from the Metroplex, they would always ask, you know, well, why is it, you know, so different? And I'm like, they're they're just different. You know, that's more of a fast paced city. And, you know, you walk by. I, I don't want to say New York because I've never been there. But a lot of people describe New York as, you know, somebody's dying on the road and everybody's <laughs> just walking over them and stuff in Fort Worth. They at least stop to check on you. So that, yeah. that's pretty much the difference. But uh-huh. I, I love my Dallas folks though <laughs> yeah especially when they call for delivery and yes exactly that's why i had to put that back out there I was like wait a minute I, I actually uber and drive over there so don't dog dallas out too much yeah. or they'll pity me oh gosh yeah so yeah we'll insert the disclaimer here we're not dogging out dallas uh, we love we, we, we love all of yeah. dfw go, go cowboys or something yeah <laughs> oh yeah so you were you were delivering pizzas in dallas so uh, you'd kind of just one day decided to do the Mr. T thing mm-hmm. and it started to stick. People are taking pictures. Uh, what was it that brought you back to Fort Worth? Uh, pretty much. It was just, it was time to get back up here. Like I said, we had, we went down there in uh, March and we stayed, we came, we only came up once for um, Mother's Day. And of course, for a kid, you know, especially that young to not get to see their mom. I mean, we would try to FaceTime and do all of this other stuff. But, you know, she was was missing the warmth of mom. So we came up here for Mother's Day and hung out a little bit. And as a matter of fact, I think I think she stayed for a little bit. And then I ended up coming to get her and bring her back down for a little while. And then Fourth of July was when, you know, I was just like, okay, you know, it's 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 not going to get any better. I need to, you know, get back into my own place because I, I kept my apartment up here the whole time. Oh, okay. So a lot of people like when I was back down there in Kingsville, I would get all of these messages like, oh, welcome back. And oh, I can't believe you're back. And I was like, I am back temporarily yeah. I, don't, I, I still got a place up there it's There's much, like an apocalypse going on right now we're just getting out of dodge yeah i was just like I, i'm not moving back so I, my, my mom you know much to her her chagrin she was just like oh you should you know leave your place there and <laughs> and and just you know come and move back down here and i was like nope i'm 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 staying i'm staying in fort worth so yeah I, I kept my place up here and then a little bit after probably a little bit before july yeah it was before july the 4th because i dressed up i have like a star spangled suit that was the thing that i miss about this place so much my um old boss bridget she would have these little blitzes and stuff so for every holiday we had like a theme we go out and visit our clients of course halloween was you know i dress up we called it mr e and then we would go out and take stuff to all of our different clients to kind of thank them and try to go to different places to gain new clients and stuff and then fourth of july it was a star spangled suit so I had like a fourth. It was a star stars on yeah. a blue pants and then a striped red jacket. And so I used that as my um, outfit for Fourth of July. So I went around delivering, dressed up as Mr. T, and oh, basically wow. a Apollo Creed type <laughs> yes. outfit. So yes, yeah, it, it was it was fun, and I was glad to to kind of be back up here because. As fun as it is working and delivering and stuff in Kingsville, it's smaller. So it's good because you, you know, can get back and forth quicker, but it, you know, it takes a lot longer. There's a lot more saturation and there's more people working down there. So a lot of times I would find myself having to go to Corpus to deliver. Well, coming up here to Fort Worth, you can jump on at any time and, you know, you've got free reign of, of the deliveries and all of that stuff. So it, it ended up working out better. And nice, nice. Here we are. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Kingsville is a college town too. So yes. you're kind of at the mercy of whether or not schools in session and it wasn't and, of course yeah. that, it was just yeah it, covid <laughs> yeah oh man and uh so having come back and and doing favor um were you doing uber at the time or you, you said no that you weren't doing- i was doing basically at my 
I, I have a funny saying that I'm signed up for DoorDash, Favor, Uber Eats, um, Shipped, which is the grocery delivery yeah. platform, Instacart. Okay. So I deliver everything except babies. Because, <laughs> yeah, I am. And, and even at the right price, I will deliver your baby, ladies. So just, <laughs> we'll, we'll put that disclaimer out there, too. Don't think that I won't deliver your babies. <laughs> Just have to make sure it's 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 an emergency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to wink. I can't wink. Yeah, but yeah, I, I um do deliveries pretty much for all across the the different platforms and stuff like that. Yeah. Now this isn't like what you had dreamt of doing when you were in high school or anything like that. No. This is I, the crazy thing is I just had a conversation with some guys over in the UK earlier. They had hired oh. me to do like a commercial and stuff for them, and so they were. Um, I did the first commercial for one of the guys. And then he um, sent some money over and he was like, oh, I'm going to donate this to your church and or, or your charity, whatever you pick to do, you know, with it or whatever. Oh, and wow. so I don't have a church, you know, up here in Fort Worth because I you know, pretty much work every Sunday and stuff. So I just kind of, you know, worship to myself and stuff and, and, and keep on going. My dad's church down there in, in Kingsville, you know, he still has a church. And even though it's a few members and stuff, that's still his church. So I was just like, well, I'm going to take this and I'm going to donate it to him. And then um, the other guy that I talked with when we had a zoom meeting today he was just like hey yeah well we're gonna donate some more and and um oh, you wow. can do whatever you know you want with it after the commercial you know you don't have to necessarily and um i was just like well you know a lot of people think that like mr t is my role model and all this stuff since i you know dressed like him and i was like pops is is my guy though like that uh, you you your your dad instills you know a lot in you and, and teaches you to become the person that you are so that's my role model first and foremost and mr t is you know a, a close you know one a, I guess to say so. Yeah, but long nice. story short, yeah, my 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 pops is is the guy. So definitely, I you know want to donate and do everything that I can for him to help him out because wouldn't be here without him. Yeah, and the thing I love about just where you are right now is, I mean, you took a bad situation, which is being laid off, and you got scrappy. You're like, I, I got to take care of my family, got to take care of my daughter, and you, you just went and grabbed, you know, a job that would take care of that yeah and then you're like you know let's have a little fun with this gotta and have fun yeah. with it. anybody that you talk to that has known me from the moment that the doctor smacked me on my butt until now will tell you that sterling is going to go and make that fun like yeah. that that is not going to be a regular thing when he's done touching it because you know you you only live once is the, my motto so it's just like you've got to be able to live it up as much as you can and and just have fun with it you know even in a pandemic you do it safely but you got to try <laughs> to have have fun with it because you yeah. know I mean, any any job ap- application and job interview I've ever done, I've brought the real me. Like, you know, and I I smile a lot. I wisecrack all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll do that. Like, in the interview, I'll, I'll crack a joke. And you got to, yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it's it a, helps you yeah. by breaking the ice, and it helps them see that you're comfortable with them. Yeah. So that, that yeah, and I'm with you. Telling friends and family, like, hey, how'd it go? I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, so-and-so said this and I said this and they're like, you didn't. So I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> like, that was a job interview. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you're supposed to show the best you. And I'm like, no, because after I get hired, I got to stay. Exactly. <laughs> you know? That's like, so it's almost like a date. You know, you yeah. can't go and just put the, the best stuff up front because then yeah. when y'all are married, then she don't want you anymore and yeah. you're on the couch. So. She's going to find out that yeah, you snore. Gonna, and like, yeah. <laughs> I definitely would snore on the first date just to let them know, hey, <laughs> don't yeah. expect quietness um, when you sleep for sure. Oh, man. Uh, 
Now, because you, you've seen some success, you've seen some traction. I mean, we were, I mean, you were a celebrity just when we walked down the block and back. Uh, what are some other uh, doors that have opened because you are Mr. Pitti and, and you know, I, I'm saying that like I'm from India, Mr. Pitti, um, Mr. Pitti. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get it up because, of course, for legal purposes, you can't say you're Mr. T. Yeah, so I exactly, tried to yeah. put another. There's an, another impersonator that um, does like Supreme Tea or something like that. Oh, wow. And so I was just like, OK, well, I've got to come up with something. And I was like, well, he says pity all the time. Yeah, so I'm, I'm Mr. Pit yeah. T. So, yeah. yeah. And then ever since I saw that, though, like I've, I've struggled saying it. I'm like, how do I say it? But anyway, um, <laughs> so what kind of doors have opened up, though? Um um, you like as far as job opportunities, yeah, job or? opportunities, uh, auditions, things that you just never would have expected before the pandemic that are happening now because you, you just embraced being you and having fun. Um, I mean, I, I've had some people kind of jump up and because I go to you know quite a few networking events and stuff, and I, I'm of course going trying to you know drum up you know hey if you need Mr. T at your party or you know commercials or stuff like that then you can hire me and then you know there's been like roofing companies that'll be like hey you know we'd love to have you there's not a door that you could knock on and get in with with, with your you know pre-. but the the craziest thing about it is that so many people see me and they see you know mr t and then they see how i'm acting and how i'm and there are so many similarities like i'm i'm being sterling even though i'm dressed as mr t basically because you know when you start to look at some of the stuff that he did and some of the stuff that i do we have a lot of similarities so it's not <laughs> like i have to like put on a show and oh i'm doing this and doing that like i'm you're seeing me all the way through so it, it's definitely a lot of similarities there but um there, there hasn't been too many, you know, I, I had a, the casting call down in San Antonio, which one of my buddies, um, from college that did a uh, radio TV, he called me to do that. And even with that, you know, that, that's more, it's a lot of stuff that opens up is more personality stuff. So that's yeah. why I said the stuff about Miss that, cause I could put a hat on and, and put a regular shirt on and not wear chains and rings and stuff. And I'd still, you know, get the same, garner the same, you know, attention and, oh, okay. yeah. and kind of get, you know, the same, um, not, not the same responses. Cause of course, you know, and you see a guy walking down the street with a mohawk and a bunch of gold on it's going to be a lot different than a guy with a bucket hat on and and no chains but but you you, i still you know kind of garner the same i guess respect and and kind of have the same personality and stuff like that so okay um where do you want to go from here though like what what's on the horizon for you I'm I'm just wanting more than anything to I guess kind of get my name out there and kind of build up my my business. I know that I um have to still go out and do, you know, favor and DoorDash and kind of keep those those things in my back pocket. My my hope is to you know, one day be able to not have to do that as much and have more, you know, parties and events and things to do more so. And then just kind of oh, nice. have have the the favor and stuff on the back burner kind of as, you know, OK, well, I'm going to go out on Thursday because I don't have anything to do type type deal. But, yeah, I, I'm hoping to. It's kind of funny because I've struggled with, you know, do you have to you need to eventually try to go get a real job or do you want to? turn this into your real job like what what are you gonna because of course so many so many people worry about the risk with it because of course you you know the, your insurance and all that I said which I do have insurance by the way you still you still <laughs> get that, insurance that, yeah you still get insurance <laughs> through favor and doordash so take that oh hey. but yeah, yeah. I, I I still had I don't really feel like it's much risk because you know you're out there doing what you love and and you're you're making pretty good money at it so you know just keep on plugging away and eventually you build it up to something that that isn't so riskful and then yeah. you know there you go so and i think something people 
have a misconception about when it comes to like being a uh, in business for yourself. Like you're you're essentially self employed, but you found a way to get multiple streams out of of income out of the personality of. of pretending to be Mr. T. Yeah. Um, and your dad's probably talked about this, like how the garden of Eden had multiple streams pouring into the garden. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was so lush. And then when you look at like those who are successful financially, they've got multiple streams of income coming in from multiple uh, investments and so yeah. on, or multiple it's not businesses. Just one. You can't yeah. limit yourself. Yeah. So like favors, not really calling the shots. It's, you got this other option. You got this other one, the commercial shows up. And so all these opportunities are coming in. Uh, it kind of reminds me of, uh, did you ever watch American idol no oh man um i mean i I think i saw like bits and pieces of show but i can't say i sat down and watched like a whole episode Uh, we had uh so many years ago i think maybe the second season they had this uh chinese immigrant come on the show for audition so the thing that american idol was really known for was having really bad auditions and Mm -hmm. televising those yeah and so this uh (laughs) engineering student from china um decides he's going to sing ricky martin's she bangs and he's horrible. I think I saw that yeah. one. Yeah. He's like, she bong, she bong. <laughs> and he thinks he's seriously good. And no one's ever told him it's not good. And so he's here on national television or global television now, uh, international. And he's singing Ricky Martin's song in the worst way possible. But he thinks he's nailing it. Um, and then they're laughing at him. And they make fun of him. And they say, no, you're not. You're not going on to the next round. And then it kind of hits him like, Am I not any good? <laughs> uh, and it turns nobody out nobody told him until yeah. he got there. That's that's and, rough. Um, Get so, better friends, brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so what no one expects is that he becomes like the star of the season, and they bring him back at the end when they do the recap, and they have him sing the song again, and the crowd is just going wild, and they love him for it. He winds up taking that fifteen minutes of fame, and he turns it into a three-year career singing that song. And he puts out like one or two albums. Are you uh, and like he says, and I interviewed him maybe a year ago on this show. Oh, and, wow. And uh, through a connection, uh, Sarah Bean, she's with Book Launchers. Uh, so shout out to Sh- uh, Sarah. Uh, thanks for connecting us. And uh, yeah, yeah, I got to talk to William Hung on this show. Uh, and we didn't go out to where he was. He was at like a mastermind in San Francisco. And my uh-huh. wife said, no, you're not flying out there. <laughs> we got bills to pay. I'm like, yeah, hey, there's this, the boss again. <laughs> this is going to be bad. I make her sound like this total bad guy who says no to everything. And it's not totally true. <laughs> it's partially, maybe. Uh, I love you, Liv. Uh, he so, loves you, Liv. Yeah. He remembered your phone number at CVS. I, yes. I, had, I told you. I had yes, back on thank that. you, thank you. Yeah. I owe you one now. <laughs> and uh, so, Will, uh, he turns that moment of embarrassment into a three-year singing career. Knocks out a couple of albums. Uh, he says, even on the albums, the songs are horrible. Uh, but the thing that made them popular was he said these like motivational little talks in between each song just growing up and the story that inspired him to inspire other people and then he'd sing another song very badly and then he'd tell another story that very much inspired him and then he'd sing another song badly and that was like all his albums are like that um eventually it starts to trickle down he's doing like parties and concerts he's opening for like bands all over the, the world and um what but, does ricky martin think about this i know I right know. yeah <laughs> i should have been there <laughs> he's probably looking down from heaven like that guy nailed it uh-huh. <laughs> and uh so eventually like business started to dry up for him and he goes and finishes his engineering degree and he's been an engineer for years until i think just two years ago and he decides he doesn't like being an engineer 
I really liked being in the limelight and motivating people. And so he's written a book called Champion by Choice. He's now doing motivational speaking. And that's why he wound up on our show as he was promoting that. And, um, but that's, I think, when his parents freaked out because his parents are from China. They, they loved it when he was an engineer getting a steady paycheck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just sort of saw the writing on the wall. Like, you know, I'm at the mercy of one company. But when I do motivational speaking, when I do writing, I now have two streams of income. Yeah. Uh, when he was doing the concerts, he had sales from albums. He had the appearances on shows. He was doing parties. Uh, he was going to, co- he just said he did a lot of college parties. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. And none of the college students remember. So that's yeah. what makes or, it even better. <laughs> exactly. You know? uh, or maybe that's all they remember from college. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I didn't go to any classes, but that was one guy. I remember this one party. Uh, you know, I, I remember one party I went to. I, I only went to one party actually. I went to three, but, um, yeah, there was a ska band there that, um, they were like a cover for uh, mighty, mighty boss tones. So I, I remember that. So yeah, there's somebody out there who remembers William hung out there. Yeah. Definitely. Say your yeah. bangs. Uh, <laughs> that's not Ricky Martin. What's going on? Uh, so anyway, yeah, if anybody wants to be a hater, I mean, that that's on them. That's their own fears talking really is. I think that's me landing the plane. That yeah. was the whole point I was making is that usually when somebody's scared about you going into business and embracing a persona, Everything you hear from them that's like, oh, well, shouldn't you go get a job? Shouldn't you get benefits? Uh, those are their fears coming out. Mm-hmm. And I'm sharing this with you because of whoever's listening have probably heard something like that before and, and shied away from it. Yeah. And you know, you're in this zone right now where you're, you're just embracing. You're like, yeah, I'm doing favor. Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And, um, but I'm doing it with fun. And yeah. people are picking up on it. And, uh, I it's, almost wanted, like when we were on the street, I wanted to act like I was your agent or something. Like, you know, start. Oh, we got to go back out to see that there's, <laughs> no. there's an SD issue again. And we're going to go and, and have to go. Yeah. We can play that out for oh, sure. Oh, gosh. No. We're, but we're you, not. you gotta, you gotta go with your vibe. That's the, yeah. the thing that keeps me going most of all with everything with this is that you can go into a restaurant. And people are just, oh my gosh, you know, seeing you just made my day. This is just so awesome. And that's like gasoline to put in the gas tank to be like, man, okay. Cause that ultimately that's what it stems from is just, I, I wanted to bring joy out of the pandemic because, you know, you watch, if you watch the news all the time, which I don't, but you know, you just get COVID-19, you're getting slapped in the face with it. And then politics and you get slapped in the face with it and this and you're getting slapped in the face with it. And it's just like, if you go out to go pick up your meal and you happen to be somewhere and you see Mr. T walking around and it's just, like okay well, yeah that, that puts a smile on my face because gosh that that guy and mo- more people than, than not would always say well you know you you don't care you're going to do you so yeah. i would get so many messages about there there's a favor facebook group and so people would always message me and there would always be drivers in there man that's so awesome that you just embrace and you do you you know you don't care what anybody else thinks then you <laughs> you just do you and i'm like yeah you're right i'm i'm, I'm only me and that's all i know how to be so that's what i'm gonna yeah. do have you noticed other favor delivery drivers kind of doing their own thing now because they see what you're doing um they actually there there was a couple of guys that um because they do they actually do um i don't even know if that's the official name for it, but i call it a favor feature where they they um have you kind of videotape yourself and then they interview you and then they put like together a video and stuff so they did that with me there was another um guy in austin that 
was called like favor guy. So he would dress up in these blue spandex, the kind of favorite colors <laughs> and run around Austin and do deliveries and stuff. And just, he made it his own thing. So definitely, you know, I, I haven't seen anybody like that has, uh, you know, come up to me and say, Oh, you've inspired me. I just, a lot of people, I had a, a girl earlier that she um, did favor for a while. So she's in the Facebook um, group. And so I, I am um, posting there quite a bit. You know, I'll just pull out, go in there sometimes and just say some stuff just to kind of, you know, get rock people riled up and keep them going or whatever. And I was at Razoo's and this uh, young lady came up and I just wanted to let you know that I used to do favor and I'm still in the favor group. And I just think it's so awesome. You know, every time I see you, you know, come in and pick up somebody's order that, you know, you just come in and brings a smile to my face. And so, like I said, everybody always says that. And so it's just like I like spreading joy and that that's what it's for. So it just keeps me going and lets me know I'm doing something right when people, you know, pull up on the street and they'll stop. And, oh, man, that, that's so awesome. <laughs> that, that brings that brings joy to me. So, yeah, that's. That keyword is joy. Yeah. And that's, again, like you said, that's been so important too during this time. Cause I mean, even if there wasn't a pandemic going on, anytime you turn on the news, it is doom and gloom. Yeah. You know, it is so yeah. negative. It, uh, as much as my mom would want to smack me in the mouth for saying it, but I, I don't keep up with it. Most of the time it's crazy because I get my news, you know, from her. She'll send me a lot of stuff and let me know what's going on and, and, you know, oh, this is going on or that's going on or whatever. But I remember one of my old bosses, Rosie, she would always, there was something that happened and she was just like, you didn't even know. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't, you know, I literally, I work so much because even when I was working here, I, it's funny that you you say about the streams of income because even when i was working here and i had that solid paycheck what would i do i'd get off from here at five or six o'clock and i go out and drive for uber so i always had to have that you know i didn't want just that one stream i always had to have that other one so i was always working so much so it's like i didn't even get to watch but i'm a big sports nut and i would watch like one basketball game a month and that would be it because i was always out running around so you know i don't catch the news but it's kind of on purpose but at the same time it's not because i'm always working yeah so. i mean it that makes sense. I mean, I, I do that from time to time, you know, during election season. And I'm talking about like the months leading up to the election. Cause uh-huh. I mean, I do need to caught up cause I got to vote. Um, but for the majority of the year from like the year prior leading up to the election, uh, just pick any election. I, I just turn off the news. I'm just like, cause you're going to get bashed in the yeah. head with it constantly. Yeah, yeah. Cause there was one year I just remember being mad all the time. And I'm like, why am I mad? I'm like, Oh yeah. Cause the only radio station that works on my car at the time is AM radio. And I've got it stuck on one radio station. The only one it picks up and it was just talk radio, all politics. And oh the guys gosh. were just always screaming. Something was always wrong. Yeah. And I, I started to see the world that way. Like everything's always wrong. Yeah. And then I was like, what if I don't listen to that? And I just play something on my phone that's positive. And so I switched that up and it, it just made a big 180 for me. Definitely. And then, yeah. you know, when it came time to vote, then I, I mean, just Googled everything like, Oh, this candidate claims this, this, and this Google. Oh, that, those are all lies. All right. <laughs> this candidate claims all this stuff. Google that. Those are all lies too. All right. Which one lies less? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lesser lie, of yeah. two evils. Yeah. Which lie is going to get me not killed? <laughs> that, there's my vote. <laughs> which That's one's going to keep us it. out of war? Which one do I think is likely going to be more level-headed when the poop hits the fan? Yeah. That's, that's where I'll vote. Um, and so that, yeah, for, for the most part though, like once election season starts, I'm like, nope, not paying mm, attention to the news. It's it, tough. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, um, you know, COVID, it, it's very easy to go down that rabbit hole. And, um, I remember my own team struggling with it 
And uh, one of the the articles that came up was this is in the early days of the COVID pandemic, and it was like, um, gosh, how the COVID nineteen virus kills, and why we doctors can't save you. Hmm. And it was a video link, and I watched the video because somebody sent it to me, and I'm like, okay, that I know it's clickbait. Let's check it out. And the content in the video was just basic content. There was nothing in there about how doctors can't save you. It, it just. That was uh, some clickbait for you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and uh, for the ultimate clickbait, this guy who was doing it was a physician. Uh, he even showed off his degrees and everything, talked about his, his resume. But he was a, uh, <clears throat> what do you call them? They do uh, like. You did this, and I don't know why I thought sumo wrestling. I know, right? I, I, that's why I <laughs> yeah. wish people could see us. Because he made this move, ladies and gentlemen, and I just thought he is a sumo wrestler. <laughs> I was motioning around my own spare tire. That's what I was doing. Uh, and it's so this guy does like uh, bariatric surgery. That's what it is. So like uh, that is far from sumo wrestling. Yeah, man. that is so <laughs> different. Yeah, that's why I was like moving my hands around my spare tire. That is uh, so yeah, this guy does bariatric surgeries. So, but he's talking about immunology. He's talking about infectious disease, a- epidemiology, as if he, that's his bread and butter. I mean, he had to learn it. I mean, they all have to learn it. Uh, but his specialization has been in gastric bypass surgery, you know, and, and liposuction. And here he is talking about COVID because I mean, he's not doing in those surgeries right now. It's the pandemic. It's COVID, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but then everything about his, his video was about, Go to my website. I'm the number one fat loss doctor in the world. And, um, you know, click here, buy my supplements, click this, buy my book. And it was, so the, the information was the, the, the headline was to get you to his video. The video was informational, but he kept throwing in their plugs for his own business. <laughs> and, um, but it freaked people out. And I had to like kind of do critical media literacy with them. Like, you know, that headline was all about scaring you. So you click on it and the information shared was just basic information. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to the CDC, you'll get the same info, but without the plug to go to his website and buy his stuff, <laughs> you know? Uh, so anyway, it's, it's good that you're, um, spreading joy and you're not feeding your mind with a lot of negativity that, you know, just would probably bring you down. Yeah, definitely. The way I see it, life is as difficult as it's going to be, you know, without you feeding into it. So definitely, you know, just feed feed your body the, the positives. Nice. Now, if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, I I would say probably Facebook is where I get a lot of my I have. Um, It's at Mr. Pity. 1983 and it's pity and then an extra t okay and then i actually um my phone number is uh 682 261 6122 and i also get you know text messages and stuff from there as well so yeah um, a lot the crazy thing is i have a business card and i have like my snapchat info and my instagram and all of that stuff and then i have my name on the top and of course you know so they know that i'm not mr t i'm just an impersonator <laughs> it says sterling hunter on the card so when i'm on the streets like usually if somebody has to take a picture i'll give them a card and then they don't go to my professional mr t impersonator page they don't go to my instagram professional page they go and tag me on sterling hunter so oh, nice. that's why it's just 
just like I have the professional pages and all of that stuff. But basically, at this point, I'm just like, just tag me in something, please. You know, I, I, if you tag me on Sterling, tag me on Sterling. Tag me on Mr. Pity, then tag me on Mr. Pity. But nice. yeah. Nice. I mean, it's been a real treat to have you on the show and like get to know more about you, what the journey you've gone through, uh, what do you have on the horizon so far and all that. Uh, do you have any final words for you know anybody who's going through a rut right now? Um, if you're going through a rut, I would just say, you know, look for that light at the end of the tunnel and just try to keep the positivity. It's, it's always easier to not do that. But I, there was a, um, like a little post the other day. I can't remember. I started to share because I share, I try to share positive stuff and share, you know, like funny stuff on my little, you know, Facebook stories or Instagram stories or whatever. But that one in particular stood out and I'll probably share it in a couple of days now that I'm sharing it now, but it said, I've never met a, a strong person with the easy past. And so, you know, it, it hit home because it's just like, dude, you're honestly, if you've you're if you've had everything handed to you and everything's been easy and and soft and all of that stuff, then, you know, you're probably, you know, a lot softer than you would be if you had to fight through some stuff. So you definitely, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and you just got to keep clawing at it no matter how far it seems like it is away. And and eventually you'll you'll get to that light. Nice. Thank you so much for being on the show. No, I, I thank you for having me. Awesome. Be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 256. There you'll find links to Mr. Pity's social media platforms on Instagram, on Facebook. And if you're in the DFW area and you use Favor, you use DoorDash, Uber, track him down. Request him. In fact, go to his Facebook page. You can book him for parties. You can book him for special occasions. And... He's even starting to do commercials. He's done some local commercials in the DFW area. And as you heard in this episode, he has even done auditions for shows in the San Antonio area and more. So he is growing. He is building this platform and he's going to ride this wave as long as he can and bring smiles to the faces of the folks he comes in contact with. The best way you can pay me back in this show is to pay us forward. Share this episode with somebody you know who works for favor, who does Uber drive who is striving to make people happy as well and serve their needs in a time of need. And just let them know there are good people out there and we can all be one of those good people. I'm also glad you joined us this week and I'm looking forward to joining you again next week as we bring more content and more inspiration about how to get unstuck in the areas of faith, family, fitness, finances, and future possibility. But until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.